You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Authors Up. We are glad to have you this evening. It's our regular Sunday evening, and this is the place that you want to be at 7 p.m. so that you can join in all the fun. And I've got my co-host with me tonight, Victoria Henderson-Poole. Ms. Victoria, you want to say welcome to the folks? Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. And how about you, Ruth? I know you're out there. You want to say welcome? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm here, and I am so glad you all could join us tonight. Welcome. Well, I tell you what, I had, we always start our program by talking about what's happened to us in the past week, and I'm going to tell you what, I am I am still up in the clouds from last week, ladies. We no. had <laughs> the best time. Yeah, we enjoy did. It. You know, this was this was just a good Sunday for those of you who were not with us. It was our anniversary program, and we read some wonderful things that our listeners and our guest authors had said about us. And it was just a good time to reflect on the things that yeah. have happened over the past year, the good, the bad, the ugly, the unexpected, <laughs> the expected, the planned, the preplanned, and the spontaneous. <laughs> we had exactly. a lot going on, a lot going on in the past year. And I tell you, it's, it's just been a wonderful journey, and I'm I'm looking forward to see what God is getting ready to do in this in this next year coming up. Because yes. we, we just had we've had a great time, and we we're yeah. appreciative of all the listeners, the people who tune in that are not authors that enjoy mm-hmm. the show and. 
come back on the program week after week. So it it was uh, it was just a good a good week just reflecting on all of that for me. Yes. And uh, what what about uh, what about you, Victoria? How was your week? Oh, the week was really good, and it just it was really I enjoyed the show too. Just reflecting, and I, and I say we we celebrate all months. That's that's how I look at it. This is our <laughs> month celebration. So, <woo-hoo. laughs> but I, I actually do have something to announce. Um, something good happened at the end of October that I w- I didn't share, but I will be announcing it on the show. Woo-hoo. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I have um, completed, and it is out for review. My first um, online interview for a magazine about my book. And I will definitely put the, um, the link in the comments below here on our Facebook so people could go see the article. But then I'll do a little something um, later on, maybe tomorrow, to just, you know, send it out to everybody. But it's, the magazine is Shout Out DFW. And um, you ladies are definitely a part of it because um, they asked my, my occupation or my title, so I said author and radio host. And so you guys, um, I put a, I sent a picture of authors up, and they used that along with the book. So um, check it out. Awesome. Shout out DFW. We you. are we are in print. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, that Thank is you. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I you have this know. week. I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. What about you, Miss Ruth? What you got? Well, I mean, this one is all of us, but this past week we started the uh, National Novel Writing Month contest, yes. uh, the challenge. Yeah, and obviously from yes. your tones, it wasn't quite as exciting as all the other news. But it's it's. It, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll be honest. I, I've I've enjoyed the um, I've enjoyed not having to do it by myself. I've, I've enjoyed having you guys <laughs> along for the trip, even though I kind of feel sometimes like we're maybe kicking and screaming all the way. But no, 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 no. I remember. I remember you asked us last year, and we promised we would do it this year, didn't we? So I, I'm I keeping my know. end of the did bargain. You promise? I think, did you yeah. Promise? Okay, I know I did. <laughs> I said. I remember we talked about. It. I said, you know, yes, next year I'm gonna be with you, Ruth. I, I okay, meant to I do remember. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, no, yes. you know what? Oh. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you guys are not. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. It's just you know what? <laughs> Writing that much every day is certainly a habit to create. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's it's been it's definitely a challenge. So, but it's, right. it's, yeah. it's been good. And like I said, I've I've enjoyed having you guys. You know, just texting every night saying, "Hey, I got so many words." And, you know, yes. congratulating and yes. celebrating each other. It's just it's really helped. You know, it is it the is enjoyment it of is. it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I feel I feel. So, I tell you what is what I have enjoyed thus far. What are we on day four? And we've got mm-hmm. six more days to go. <laughs> yeah. What I have enjoyed is the reminder that writing and editing are two different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And that yep. makes it a, a whole lot more fun. 
because I have a yeah. tendency when I'm writing, I am writing an article or I'm writing, uh, you know, something for somebody else and I have a deadline to get it done. And so it's constantly writing and editing, writing and editing at the same time. Mm, uh, yeah. But every time you say, remember, writing and editing are two different things. Different things. I can, here comes 300 more words. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that later. So I appreciate uh, that. Of course. Of course. I appreciate that. That was just, That's really good. That's really good. I'm looking yeah. forward to the finished products or the, what we're going to have at the end of the month, you know. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yes. That's, that's really be nice. amazing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. amazing. Whew. Well, tonight is the night. Tonight yes. is the night that we've all been waiting for. Yeah, I'm tonight excited. Is the first act of The Cost of Compromise. Woohoo! I tell you what, we have been working diligently on this. We've got some great actors. We've got some great characters. We have some – it's a great story. It's a great story. Mm. The playwright is Aisha Stocks, and she has so graciously uh, put this in our hands. And I want this to be an ongoing thing. What do you think, ladies? Mm-hmm. Do you think we got some more so playwrights too. out there? I do, too. I, oh, yes. absolutely. Yes. yes, absolutely. And we would love for um, uh, your work to be showcased here on Authors Up and allow us to find some actors who really want to participate. And and mm-hmm. I I tell you what I'm I'm not going to talk anymore because I'm I'm anxious I'm anxious <laughs> to <laughs> for to hear what we've got going on. So we are introducing tonight the cost of compromise. that dreams really do come true. At least they do, according to Tina Monet. It was always her dream to be an actress and one day win an Academy Award. She always wanted to please the Lord and has said that nothing would ever change that. The Lord blessed her with a gift and she will not take it for granted. Or will she? After all, everything has a price, even dreams. Tina leaves the press conference looking and feeling as if she'd owned the world. Sensitive coat, sunglasses, and an outfit that would stop traffic. Publicist Richard and her bodyguard guide her down a long hallway into an area set aside for a brief red carpet type interview with Bobby Bradford of In the Know, a popular entertainment magazine. They could hear the crowds outside waiting to get a glimpse of their favorite actors. It would only take a few seconds and they were ready to begin. Only one problem. Richard seemed to have disappeared. Thank goodness for her bodyguard. Miss Monet, thank you for taking the time to do this interview. I just need you to stand right over here. 
Tina takes her place, scanning the area for Richard and not seeing him anywhere. Is everything all right, Miss Monet? <laughs> yes, of course, and thanks for having me. I always try to make myself available, even if we don't have much time. Then we better get started. Are we all set? There is a final mic check. Everything seems fine, except Richard hasn't still appeared yet. There is a final mic check. Everything seems fine, except Richard hasn't appeared. Bobby moves things along, knowing she doesn't have much time. Well, this is the moment you've been waiting for. I'm here with Miss Tina Monet. Miss Monet, I know this must be an exciting time for you. Yes, it is, Bobby. And please call me Tina. All right, Tina. I just have a few questions for you. First of all, is it true that you agreed to be the leading actress in the film Yours for the Taking, a racy film that includes several nudity scenes? It is true that I am considering the role. We are currently awaiting an offer from the studio. If it meets my request, then yes, I will be doing the movie. Now, in an interview conducted four years ago by Essence Magazine, you stated, and I quote, there will never be enough money or a justifiable reason for me to bear my skin or conduct myself in an inappropriate manner in order to make a film or myself successful. Is that correct? These are your words, are they not? <laughs> Bobby, you make it sound as if I'm on trial here. Yes, that is what I said, but that was as you so wonderfully quoted four years ago. I have grown as an actor. Therefore, this is a more mature role for me. <laughs> but what about your strong Christian background? Your faith. It was once the reason why you began acting. So what made you consider this role? Has Hollywood claimed yet another believer? Tina prayed she didn't look as uncomfortable as she felt without Richard by her side. Where was he? My goal, as with any actor worth their salt, is to reach the highest level in this industry, becoming an Academy Award winner. I am confident that me accepting this role undoubtedly will get me there. Aside from that, doing this role will force me to go where I've never gone before. It will be a challenge, but I am up for it. But isn't this the same thing that you claim some of our top actresses have done during their career? You stated that no one should ever have to compromise themselves, especially to win an Oscar. This is, or shall I say was, the difference between you and most entertainers out here today. Your faith and your walk with God dictated all of your decisions. What happened? This role is just that, a role, a character in a movie. It does not depict who I am, nor does it dictate my walk or relationship with God. Uh, okay, okay. I have one more question. You oversee the Christian Community Center downtown. How do you think they will feel knowing that you're doing this movie? They look up to you. You're their role model. I think they will see that in life we will have to make decisions. 
that some may not agree with. However, we have to do what is best at the time. So selling your soul to the devil is what's best at the time? I have not. Richard arrives out of nowhere and just in the nick of time takes Tina by the arm announcing that time is up. The bodyguards move ahead of them to make sure that the car is where it needs to be so they can make a quick exit as Bobby closes out the interview as best she can. Well, I guess our answer to that last question is wait and see. This is Bobby Branford with In the Know. After a quiet, intense ride in the car, Tina and Richard arrive at her penthouse, each walk in frustrated. Tina enters first, dropping her purse on the sofa and throwing her coat over top of it. As she begins pacing, Richard takes a stance in the middle of the living room. What on earth was that all about? What's going on? What are you referring to exactly? Let's see. You didn't have my back. I turned around and you were gone. I was by myself while Bobby tore into me. Where were you anyway? And to top it off, the way you showed up and abruptly ended the interview was uncalled for. And to add insult to injury, you said nothing to me on our way over here. So like I said, what is going on? You better be glad that I ended the interview when I did, because what I really wanted to do was allow her to reveal who you are who you've become. And what is that supposed to mean? Is that why you disappeared? Look, Richard, I am the same person with the same goals. Nothing I said is a lie. I came into this industry with one agenda, to become an Academy Award winner. No, you came into this business because God placed you here to be a light in this industry. It was him who put that gift inside of you. Or have you forgotten? I know what God has done for me, and I am grateful. It's just that right now, my career is going in a different direction, one that will get me where I need to be. Are you listening to yourself? Everything is not about you and where you need to be. What happened to you? What do you mean, what happened to me? I started with nothing. Now look. I have everything I ever asked for. Success, riches, fame. I am a household name. The question is, what happened to you? We once wanted the same thing, or have you forgotten? Oh, I haven't. We were supposed to make a difference in this industry. Instead, you're allowing these worldly possessions to cloud the word of God. That's wrong, Tina, and you know it. Well, Richard, if it is so wrong, then why are you still here? I'm here because I care about you, your soul, and your career. I promise that I will stand by you no matter what. And this is the no matter what. Well, you are doing a great job of showing it. This movie will change my life. I've been working towards this for the past five years. Don't you see? Oh, I see it changing your life, but not for the better. You are a woman of God, 
and this movie? The intensity of their conversation had them moving from calm to anger and to frustration to a place of resolve. But as if on cue, in the midst of their heated discussion, the phone rings and the tension is broken as Tina answers. Hello? Yes, this is Tina Monet. Really? Um, can I get back to you? Stay by. Yes, the end of the day tomorrow will be great. Thank you so much. Tina hangs up the phone, stunned, looking at Richard. Tina, what happened? Who was that? What's wrong? That was Mr. Robinson from the studio. They offered me $15 million to do the movie. That's more than what I asked for. Did you hear me, Richard? $15 million. Isn't this what we always wanted? You as my publicist and me as the next greatest actress? Richard gazes at her, disappointed and concerned. It's the way we're getting it that concerns me. You're better than this, Tina. Why can't you see that? For the past two years, you have been the most sought-after actress, and not once have you had to compromise your integrity. Why do you think that is, Tina? Because God is with me. So are you saying you don't think he's with me now? How do you know? How do you know he's not orchestrating this right now? Because this is mess, and you know God's not honoring nobody's mess, especially his children, for we know what is godly and ungodly. Psalm 37 and 4 says he will give you the desires of your heart. I think you need to go back one to verse 3 where it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. And let's not forget the beginning of verse 4. Take delight in the Lord. Well, you interpret it the way you want. I just know that this is what I pray for, and maybe this is how he wants to give it to me. Just accept it, Richard. I can't. Why not? It hurts that you can't see what I see in you. God wants to give you so much more, but you want to do things your own way, in your own time. Why can't you just sit still for a moment like you used to? Wait on him, T. Watch him do more than you or I could ever do. Do you think that he can't provide you with the movie of your dreams? The one that will get you the Academy Award? Look around, T. Remember what you started with and where you began? Of course I remember. Well then, do you think that God can't provide your every desire? I never said that. Think about what I said, okay? I'll be here bright and early in the morning. Good, because I have some errands to run before heading over to the studio to meet with the executive. As Richard is preparing to leave, he stops dead in his track. He can't believe what he just heard, and his expression shows it. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Your priorities are really screwed up right now. I was referring to us heading to the community center to prepare for the showcase. 
but you're so consumed with yourself and this ridiculous movie deal. Richard, are, are you sure it's tomorrow? I, I was certain that was next week. How could I forget? Because you're putting you in this movie first. That's how. Those teenage girls look forward to you coming in and working with them. What you do for them is amazing. You give so much of yourself when you're with them. They look up to you, Tina. I know that, Richard, and they mean a lot to me, too. This movie won't change that. I started out with nothing, and God has blessed me with everything I have, including this movie. I don't care what anyone says. How could it not be him? I have prayed for the day when I will be considered for an Academy Award. I have prayed for the day when I would land the one role that would change my life forever. And now just because it doesn't look like what you think it should be, you feel it is not of God? That's not what I'm saying. Then what are you saying? You know how hard I have worked to get here, and I'm not going to stop now. You'll see. We'll go to the studio tomorrow. After we go to the center. Of course. We'll go to the center first, then head to the studio and listen to what they have to say. You'll see. Everything will be fine. Okay. If you say so. I just don't want you to forget what you do with your life affects so many people. Don't you think I realize that? Look. It's been a long day. I think we both need to get some rest. There is still tension between them as Richard leaves and Tina slowly closes the door behind him. Once outside, he takes a moment, reflecting on the day and thinking she drives me crazy. He couldn't wait to get home and change into his running gear. Running has always been something that has helped him think clearly, and tonight he has a lot to think about. The ride home was just long enough. He runs inside quickly changes his clothes, and is about to head out when the phone rings. Hello? Hey, Mom, what's going on? Nothing much. I just thought I would call and check on my favorite son. <laughs> I'm your only son, Mom. <laughs> well, you're still my favorite son. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Tina had a press conference earlier today, and it didn't go too well. I guess I'm just dealing with that right now. Richard takes a seat. This is his mom, and there is no such thing as a short conversation where she is concerned. What happened? Trust me, you will hear about it and see it soon enough. Well, why don't you give your mom the inside scoop right now? Let's just say that Tina has decided to take her career to her own hands. What does that mean exactly? Take her career in her own hands? She's compromising her integrity. What and who she stands for? Well, son, you just have to be there for her. Keep her lifted in prayer. We sometimes lose sight on what we're supposed to do, but having the right people in your corner can make the difference in the end. I know, Mom, but agreeing to do things all for the sake of status and prestige, that's not her. 
Miss Emily detects change in Richard's tone as she hears the love and compassion in her son's voice. She decides to test the water. I know, son. It's hard to see this happening to the woman you love. Yeah. Wait, no. There you go again, ma. What? Who are you kidding, Richard? The sooner you admit it, the easier it'll be to tell her. I love Tina as a friend. We've known each other since we were in high school, so of course I love her. Our relationship is strictly that of friendship and business. Besides that, she can have any guy she wants. I don't even fit her type. Well, not anymore. So end of story, okay? All right, son. I'll drop it for now. But let me say this one last thing. You are her type. She just has to open her eyes and see it. Okay? Now I'm done. You just won't give up, will you, Mrs. Emily Louise Hampton? Not as long as God has put breath in this old body of mine. You're my son, and I want the absolute best for you. I want you to be happy, Richard. And I believe in my heart that Tina is. Oh, will you, will you look at the time? Um, I got to go, Ma. I was just about to get a run in before calling it a night. Richard jumps up and stretches a little as if Miss Emily can see what he's doing. He knows this call has to end before his mom takes the conversation that a passy is not ready to travel. Mm-hmm. Okay, son. I love you. Will I see you at church on Sunday? Of course, Ma. You know you will. And I love you, too. Have a good night, okay? Richard hangs up the phone. He is concerned about the choices Tina is making, but does his mom have a point? Is there another reason why Tina makes him so crazy? Will the meeting at the studio create a place to compromise? And what about the relationship Tina has with the teenage girls at the center? Will that play part in her decision? So many questions and so many things at stake. Tune in next time for The Cost of Compromise. Well, ladies, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen next week? Boy, we had some kind of start here with the cost of compromise. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. I think, that, I think we're just going to have to tune in and see. <laughs> so, what do you think hey, is going to happen at the meeting? You, you, you got any predictions for us? Mm-mm, mm-mm. I do not. I knew that. What was you going to say, Ruth? No, I was just going to ask you, you, ask you guys, what do you think is going to happen at the meeting with the studio executives? Mm, no, no. Oh, <laughs> like I, I said, I, I think we'll just have to tune in and see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how about the girls at the center? How do you think mm-hmm. they'll feel if she does the movie? Mm-hmm. That's a good I, question. I, I don't think anybody's going to take it too well, but she's she seems dead set on it. So we're okay. just going to have to come back next week, you guys. You got to come back and see what happens with Miss <laughs> Tina. Absolutely. <laughs> she is something else. Well, do you have any closing remarks for tonight, ladies? 
I think we just want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, if you are a playwright or you have something you want to share, I would say that uh, shoot us an email, authorsup at gmail.com. We'll want to hear from you. Exactly, Inc. And also, Keith, um, we would love to have your comments. And I, we should have mentioned that at the beginning, too. So put your comments. What do you think about the, the story thus far? But continue to put your remarks. Um, down here on Facebook so that we would uh, be able to put you in the drawing for our Blessing Book Library. We love, love, love giving out some free stuff. So put your name in. And thank you for joining us again this week. We just love having you. Well, I am with my co-host. It's always a joy to know that, that we have some faithful folk who come every week and we have some new folk that they share, um, that they have shared this program with that have come alongside us to do this and it's just whew, I'm just I'm just anxious to see what's gonna happen next week. So mm-hmm. I hope you all mm-hmm. will be with us because we will we are always here on Sunday night at seven PM. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson Poole and Ruth Griffin and there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up. Up.